Slava, Slava glory be to Jesus Christ, glory be forever. This is Father Basil again. I know I haven't been consistent in doing these podcasts lately. I've been very, very, very busy, but I'm going to try my best to um, do a podcast a day, even if they're short little podcasts. And I'm going to go back. I read about a month or so ago, I was reading about this catechism, Love is Our Mission, The Family Fully Alive, from um, the Catechesis for the World Meeting of Families from Philadelphia in 2015. So I'm going to read through this again because I think there's so much information here that we can use regarding learning about human sexuality, marriage, and what it means to be male and female. So this part is called The Meaning of Human Sexuality. The tangible earthly corporeal world is more than inert matter or modeling clay for the human will. Creation is sacred. It has sacramental meaning. It reflects God's glory. That includes our bodies. Our sexuality has the power to procreate and shares in the dignity of being created in the image of God. We need to live accordingly. The natural world, the natural physical world bursts with spiritual goodness. The Catholic faith has always been a robustly physical religion. The Bible begins in the garden and ends with a feast. God made the world, called it good, and entered into its history. Jesus Christ, God's Son, took flesh and became one of us. In the sacraments, material things are consecrated and made visible signs of grace. Ordinary bread and wine, water, oil, and the touch of human hands are all tangible ways in which God's presence becomes effective and real. We believe in the corporal works of mercy. When we feed the hungry, when we give drink to the thirsty, clothe the naked, shelter the homeless, attend to the sick, visit the imprisoned, or bury the dead, we actually minister to Jesus. We trust in the goodness of God's creation. This confidence permeates the Catholic imagination. It becomes visible in our art and architecture. Our liturgical calendar is rhythm of feasting and fasting, and our folk um, pieties and sacramental. Male and female sexuality participate in our spiritual purpose. Material creation has spiritual meaning, which has implications for the way we live as male and female. Our sexuality has purpose. Our bodies are not simply shells for the soul or sensory machines for the brain, nor are they raw material we can freely abuse or reprogram. For Christians... Body and spirit are profoundly integrated. Each human being is a unity of body and soul. St. Hildegard of Bingen wrote, 
The body is, in truth, the temple of the soul, cooperating with the soul by means of the senses, as a mill wheel is turned by water. The body has innate dignity as part of God's creation. It is an intimate part of our identity and our eternal destiny. The two sexes literally enflesh God's design for human interdependence, community and openness to new life. We cannot debase or abuse the body without inflicting a cost on the spirit. Of course, we do not always love as we ought. Sex is a unique is a uniquely powerful factor in human affairs, both for good and for ill. And so sexuality misused or disordered has always been a major source of confusion and sin. Sexual desire and self-understanding can be complex. Our identity is revealed in Jesus and in God's plan for our lives, and not in fallen self-assertions. Marriage exists because procreation and communion, biology and God's covenant, nature and supernature, together undergird what it means to be human. Marriage exists because we discover what it means to be human. because we discover and accept, rather than invent or renegotiate the vocation of self-giving, which is intrinsic to being created male and female under the covenant. Marriage is God's creation because we are God's creatures, and because God created male and female for fellowship with Him in His covenant. Our origin as two different and complementary sexes and our call to love, to communion and to life are one and the same moment. In the words of Pope Francis, this is the story of love. This is the story of the masterpiece of creation. This call to love, communion and life involves the entire being of man and woman, body and soul. The human person is simultaneously a physical and spiritual being. The body, in a sense, reveals the person. As a result, human sexuality is never merely functional. Sexual difference visible in the body contributes directly to the body's spousal character and the person's capacity to love. As the center of this call to love is God's summons to be fruitful and multiply. A couple's spousal union through the body is therefore by its very nature also a call to live as father and mother. For good reason, we hear delight in Adam's words at his first sight of Eve. This at last is bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. The Catechism of the Catholic Church notes that from the beginning, man discovers woman as another eye. Sharing the same humanity, man and woman share an equal dignity that comes from God the Creator. In God's plan, both the similarity and otherness of man and woman coincide in their sexual complementarity as masculine and feminine, created together. A man and woman are willed for each other. Sexual difference is a primordial reminder that we are made to give ourselves away to others, guided by the virtue and God's love.
Saint John Paul II often spoke about the nuptial or spousal meeting of the body. He echoed the teaching of Vatican II that the partnership of man and woman constitutes the first form of communion between persons. But sexual difference marks all our relationships, even for the unmarried, since we each enter life as a son or a daughter. We are called to be a brother or sister not only to those in our families, but also to the needy in our neighborhoods, communities and churches. Our identity as men and women is the basis of our call to fatherhood or motherhood, natural or spiritual. In this way, sexual difference has universal significance. Because it is a central component of our identity, sexuality cannot be isolated from the meaning of the human person. Sex is never simply a physical or emotional impulse. It always involves more. Sexual desire shows that we are never self-sufficient. We long for intimacy with another. Sexual intercourse, no matter how casual, is never simply a biological act. In fact, sexual intimacy is always in some sense conjugal because it creates a human bond, no matter how unintended. A properly ordered conjugal act is never simply an inward-looking autonomous erotic act. Our sexuality is personal and intimate, but always with a social dimension and consequence. A sacramental marriage is never a private possession, but discovers itself in relation to God's wider covenant. So, this is the beginning of the meaning of human sexuality. And I will continue on, hopefully, the next few days. God bless you. Have a good day.